Foul Territory is presented by Gizzard Gary Productions. It is recorded from my weekly YouTube program, which is live-streamed every Friday at 9 p.m. Central. It is a firearm and 2A-related panel discussion, where I and my panel discuss current news and events, along with audience interaction, casual conversation, and friendly banter. What will you learn today? And now, ladies and gentlemen, Foul Territory. And good evening, everybody. Welcome to Foul Territory Yo. number 222. Hey, why, it, why, is, why are we discussing uh, 222 Remington tonight? I mean, um, are, we, are we discussing that um, anymore? It's just a random thing, really. Okay. It has nothing to do with the fact that this is episode 222 oh, or okay. anything like that. It, it wasn't anyway, a typo, in other words. So you're telling me. Yeah, just a complete quinkadink. Uh, it is Friday, I believe it's June the 16th, 2023, so welcome one and all to the show, as they say. So, before we get started, let's see who's out there. Did you say it was June 16th? I did. So, it's 22. We're talking about 222. It's, what, oh, 616, there you go, there's 22. Yeah, look at you, look at you going. You are the man. It's a shame it's a year late though. <clears throat> you should have done you should have done these shows like two years should ago. Go, should go back in time. Gotta go back in time. No Honcho Fit. First sorry, one out I there tonight. <laughs> Jacob S is out there. Rich White out there and in here. Kingpin is out there. Jake, I said Jacob already. Uh, Mike White, 2A Advocacy is out there. 223 DMR Gun Websites is in the audience, as is Uplift Mofo Party Plan. Uh, William C. Chapin is out there. And Honey Creek Road is out there. Hillbilly, I should say, Hillbilly up. Is out there. <laughs> and in here, uh, see Justin Grimm in the audience, and I see, I see, I see, I see, obnoxious one out there, and in here, uh, Michael Dunn in the audience, uh, Pat in a bunker is out there, defense dad is in the audience, uh, that guy, yeah, that guy. The one who sees gun people, you know, uh, that guy. Uh, so, yeah. So, I just saw a CW out there. So, uh, why is my rooster red? Is he a commie? Yes, yes. he is indeed a commie. There yeah. you go. Commie rooster. What color is mine now? Your letter is from okay. Rhode Island. Mine's mauve. Why? Is that what? a is that a thing? Yeah. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So let's meet. Lilac. Looks let's a little dark for tonight's lilac. esteemed panel, and here they are. We're all snob. Three of, all three of them plus me. I don't know where the gun snob is tonight. Uh, he is um, incommunicado with us. So. To my right, on the screen, my co-host with the co-most, he, of course, 
is in the state of complete shock. No, he's in the state of North Carolina. And uh, he is, of course, the sunshine that brightens our day. He is the oracle of knowledge, the man of orange, the voice of reason, but we call him obnoxious one. Guns. Lots of guns. Obnoxious (laughs) wick. (laughs) I love it. Haven't seen him in a while. Cool deal. Let's hang around. He just hangs around down here. He's got he's got his buddy with him just in case shit really goes down. But you know what? If it goes down, it's all going to be okay. That's right. <laughs> got to corral this conversation. That's what I did there. See, get it, get it. Okay, corral. Okay. <laughs> Fine, never mind (laughs) Moving on (laughs) All right Hey, you know why why they've outlawed Reverse Cowgirl in Alabama? No, why? You don't turn your back on family That's wise That's wise Honcho Fitz says Snob will be your Huckleberry There you go well, Snob better get his Huckleberry in here if he's going to be a Huckleberry. Well, no, 223 DMR says Snob is getting a new nose, so that may take a while. <laughs> so he's going to be out for a while. I was wondering yeah. what he's buying that 3D printer for. It yeah. takes a while to get one in that's that size. Uh, well, yeah, they got to get the truck lined up, and then you got to have a pilot <laughs> car in front and behind it. That's <laughs> true. Uh, he's not here to defend himself, so this is this is what happens. That's right. Grouch guy eight seventy nine is up. He's probably sleeping. To tell you the truth, uh, so our next panelist comes all the way from the mountains of West Virginia. He is the host of This Week Unloaded on the Unloaded Media Channel, also uh, Wrestling Unloaded or whatever the heck they call it on the Wrestling Unloaded Channel. And he's also got a Rich White channel. So let's welcome, oddly enough, Rich White. The wrestling show is just that. It's the wrestling show. It's real simple. <laughs> it's an easy one to remember, Gary. Just the wrestling show. <laughs> Gee, I don't know how I didn't come up with that. <laughs> All right. So yeah, uh, I, I come up with the simplest title for people to remember and you forget it. Yeah, I know. We're sorry. <laughs> kind of. Uh, this next guy comes to us from deep in the woods of the Ozark Mountains. He is, he is, uh, he's here to show us something evidently because he's from the Show Me State. And he is a host of Guns, Beer, and Therapy podcast on Saturday evenings. Let's welcome Hillbilly Up. Hey, guys. How you doing? American Hillbilly. Say it's better when he does it. <laughs> Way more authentic. Oh man! Well, hi guys, man. Thanks for inviting me on. A great side chat going already, and I'm excited to have some fun tonight. And right. I, I guess we still make fun of Snob, even though he's not here. Is that okay? Well, you're encouraged to make fun of Snob, yeah, he's, especially he's, when he's not here. If he uh, if he wanted to defend himself, he knows how to get here. 
So uh, DM Foss is out there. He says, I'm waiting for the Jello wrestling show. Well, you have to talk to Rich about that. I don't know what night that's on. Yeah, never. <laughs> that's okay. Patreon at Dark thinks it's a midget tossing show. Let me guess, because Jello wrestling is fake. Yeah. <laughs> well, some of <laughs> yeah, they don't. Uh, they're not allowed to use name brand Jello. Maybe. It's fake if you use sugar free Jello. Well, that's true. Let's see. Honey Creek Road says uh, Jello pudding. Hmm. Jello pudding pop. Jacob S. wants to know, has anyone here disturbed a rabbit's nest before and then chased the babies to get them back in their nest before? I have not. No, and why would you? I have a feeling there's a story coming here. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe pictures. Knowing Jacob. (laughs) Obi, have you done this? No. I did have a Yorkie bring one of the babies up to the back door, though. Ah, alive? Uh, yeah, the Yorkie was fine. <laughs> she was fine. Lord, she took us right. She took us right out to where the where the nest was at too. <laughs> we let her back out. We didn't have to you know hunt what, for Mama, it. Mama don't stay at the nest, right? She don't want like other varmints to find her baby, so she stays a ways away from it, and only visits it to feed them. Yeah, she should have stuck wild. around. <laughs> She'd had a good chance. That little dog was only like five pounds. She well, Chad Kelly's out there. He says, hey, guys, can't stay long, but wanted to hop in and make a quick appearance. All right. Good to see you. Let's see. DM Foss says, I've chased babies at the park, but that was something different. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, the views and opinions expressed by DM Foss <laughs> for the views and opinions of DM Foss only and do not reflect the views and opinions of Gizzard Gary, obnoxious one, American Billy. Or I'm I like it. <laughs> so uh, Foss is admitting to was having a Joe Biden moment. Is mm. that what's going on there? Something like that. Uh, Abby Finnegan is out there saying sup. And Travis T is out there. And guess who's coming onto the panel? Sarge? Is it Sarge? I hope it's Sarge. Um, it's close. No, I really, I really don't hope it's Sarge. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here just in time. <sighs> You ready to start this thing? We just started. You must have a nose for this thing. That's all I got. (laughs) That that was a (laughs) round of nose surgery. I'll tell you what. Yeah, you got your nose doctor handy this week? Mm -hmm. (laughs) You should definitely bring him up and blow in his ear some more. (laughs) A few less teeth. Where did Bristol's teeth go? They all disappeared. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we have an agreement. I no longer blow in his ear, and he no longer bites me on the nose. <laughs> That's a good, That's a good agreement. agreement. <laughs> that sounds like a, a real good arrangement there. Mm-hmm. It's too bad somebody couldn't have told you that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think he tried. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure somebody did tell him that was going to happen. <laughs> he just ignored it. Yeah. Did you okay. th- think he was smiling at you? Mm-hmm. Well, he smiled afterwards. <laughs> he sure did. Uh, Jacob says it happened on accident. My pa saw a moving clump of grass and knocked it over and exposed the nest. And six bunnies darted out. Spent about fifteen minutes chasing them and catching them to put them back. He didn't Why? realize it was a nest. Well, you should have just knocked them in the head because now they're dead. 
Why, why would you put them back? Just let them run around like a bunch of idiots. Huh? Uh, Defense Dead says, don't Yorkies bounce when they bark? It actually killed something impressive. That dog was tough as nails for five pounds. Pound for pound, that dog was the toughest dog you're ever going to meet. <laughs> she fell down the steps one time and like the whole side of her face swelled up. And she's also the one that must have gotten in between one of the other dogs and a toy while I was out. And I came back and like their room was completely covered in blood. And I went to let him out and she looked at me and her eyeball was on her cheek. Mm. Yeah. So she had to have that amputated, but that was suboptimal. No, yeah, that is suboptimal. And one time, Candy forgot about her and left her outside, and she actually tried to chew her way back in. Made a pretty good dent in the in the uh, molding, in the brick mold around the door. The dog was tough as nails. Sugar mama. No, so yeah. Abby says, you should have gone to the tattoo shop after he pierced your nose. Yeah. It's down to afraid of needles. Yep. And snakes. Tim S says hello, y'all. 100%. Uh, Defense Dead says, I can see it. My Jack Russell slash Rat Terrier mix killed three adult foxes, multiple snakes, and other animals. Wow. That's a busy dog. Killed three cats, multiple snakes, and other animals. Got it. <laughs> Two two three DMR cats. said he should have got a tattoo of him biting his nose. Yeah, he should have. Bristol went and got one on his on his one arm, just thug life. <laughs> he just got a, he's just got a, a, a you know a tally mark. Mm. He's got a teardrop. <laughs> thug life one. <laughs> I know my dogs will tear the hell out of a nice piece of steak. Oh, sorry, I was replying back to a text. Let's see. Defense Dad said he was mostly white, so he came Jesus in covered Christ. in blood they fairly can't often. Do this. Can't do that. Can't do white. that. That white, can't. white dog just coming in covered in blood and just getting away with it. His name was George. Wow. Oh, here you go. Uh, says, my Jack takes squirrels, mice, and birds. Wow. Where does he take them? Talk about all these killer pets, I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. Suit just started, Stud? Yeah. And now all the pets are doing it. Thanks, Bristol. We all had peaceful lives before Snob had to kill her dog in this house. Now Jacob wants to know anyone else having raccoon trouble lately. They've been getting into our trash can. Well, you see, when the coons get on your porch. <laughs> we used to get coons at our back porch. Mom would just chase them off with a broom. Yeah, you know, there's a reason why they call them trash pandas. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You, you know what'll solve you know your raccoon problem? 22 and a, whisper, and a whisper stick. All righty. 
Somehow I get a feeling I probably should get into the main topic mm, soon. <laughs> rat, rat poison in the trash helps too. All right. Let's get on with the show. We're talking about the 222 Remington. Never remember. <clears throat> and I am looking at an article. I'm going to go ahead and post a link out there in the YouTube chat. I know you guys have been discussing this before the show even started, so you probably know how this ends, but this is an article from OutdoorLife.com. And it we should says have gone over the, to Pew Report to get this. The uh-huh. 222 Remington inspired some of today's most popular rifle cartridges. Here's why it failed. And then it says if you shoot the 223 Remington 300 Blackout or 204 Ruger, you have the 222 to thank. All right. There's a picture. They look like bowling pins. Wow. Maybe they played a game with them or something. I don't know. I want to know. I have a problem here. You've got lots of those. But well, uh, we didn't have mm-hmm. a we didn't have two twenty Swift as the theme whenever we had Cloud Territory two twenty. So why it is two 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 Remington, which is a, a inferior cartridge, to get its own show? Because I googled two twenty two and this <laughs> what came up, and I didn't have anything else. This what we're going with. <laughs> so there. So he picked a inferior cartridge. Mm-hmm. There, there was once a cartridge called the 222 Remington. It was created in 1950 out of whole cloth, no parent cartridge, by Mike Walker of Remington. Mike's baby went on to become the darling of official Bentress competition, something else Walker created. The Diminutive triple deuce, as many called it, set accuracy record after record until Mac McMillan poked a 100-yard five-shot one-hole group in 1973. It officially measured nine one-thousandths of an inch, a world record that stood for 40 years. The 222 inspired one of the most famous, popular, and successful centerfire rifle cartridges in the world. Plus the smallest bottleneck 30 caliber in history, and our only commercial 20 caliber centerfire, plus two of the smallest caliber centerfire cartridges ever, one of which could be at 4,300 FPS, the fastest commercial load ever sold to the public. Not bad for an obsolete cartridge. Yeah, you also can get these earbuds and headphones on Gizzard Gary's Amazon. Yeah, you can, as a matter of fact. The 222 Remington was a 6.5 Creedmoor of its day, but has since run its course. It's old news, pushed off the throne and out into the cold by the very family it begat. If you're under the age of 40, you may have never seen, let alone shot, a 222 Remington, which seems odd because this little cartridge was once ubiquitous, and it did more than punch small groups in paper. It was a fox hunter's best friend. From prairie dogs and woodchucks to crows and coyotes, the 222 Remington was king. It drove a 50 grain bullet 3,240 feet per second, a 55 grain 3,200 feet per second, and a little 40 grain 3,580 feet per second. Many hunters used it on deer and feral hogs. In the hands of substance hunters, it felled a surprising number of moose and caribou. And if that weren't enough, you could get all this performance by burning just a thimble full of BL-C2 powder. About 25 grains would do the trick. 
The triple deuce became more popular than the 22 Hornet, which was five to 600 FPS slower, and the 220 Swift, which was 600 to 700 FPS faster. Who doesn't appreciate a cartridge as inexpensive to shoot, offers long barrel life, is deadly accurate, generates almost no recoil, <clears throat> and has enough reach for sane shooting distances? Well, most of us, as it turned out. Shop for a new rifle chambered in 222 Remington these days, and you might as well be looking for a 244 Remington or a 225 Winchester. Virtually no manufacturer chambers for 222 Remington anymore. What happened? The 223 Remington was invented. Like princes of yore who murdered their fathers to become king, the 223 Remington killed off the parent that had spawned it, but it didn't act alone. Patricide runs rampant in the 222 Remington family. The first nail in the coffin was driven by Remington's own variation of the 222 Remington. They called it the 222 Remington Magnum and introduced it just eight years after the 222. <clears throat> the cartridge is a stretched version of the 222 designed to win a contract as a new military round. The Army rejected it. So, to recoup their R&D expenses, Remington unleashed it on the sporting public. The slightly longer case by 150 thousandths of an inch and shorter neck provided enough additional powder space to boost 222 Remington velocities by another 100 FPS. The Army, meanwhile, went on to design and adopt the minimally different 556 by 45 Remington was prescient enough to grab this stretched version of their 222 and commercialize it. They unleashed it in 1964 and called it the 223 Remington to provide a little breathing room among the family titles, even though it shot the same 224-inch bullets as its parent. Somehow, despite being a hair shorter than the 222 Remington Magnum, the 223 manages to push the same bullets to the same speeds. Figure... 3,280 feet per second for each with a 55-grain bullet. Uh, according to Burger Bullets Reloading Manual, first edition, Nozzler's Reloading Guide 9 gives the 223 another 40 feet per second or not, but doesn't even cover the 222 Remington Magnum. It's even deader than the 222. Why the 223 quickly dominated both its predecessors is rather obvious. It was not fatter. It fit the same rifle actions and magazines. It shot the same bullets slightly faster. But once the military adopted it, the die was cast. Brass popped into circulation like popcorn. If for some odd reason you didn't like the 3,300 feet per second speed, a 223 could give a 55-grain bullet. You could load it down to the 3,100 feet per second of the 222 Remington and have the best of both worlds. And when the military started working with fast twist barrels and 63 grain and eventually 77 grain bullets, 556 by 45 versatility sealed the 222 Remington's fate. While the 223 Remington 556 NATO was the biggest factor in the death of the 222 Remington, there was another 222 offspring contributing to the patricide. Hatched between the 222 Remington Magnum and 223 was the abbreviated 221 Fireball. This little stumpy was tailored for Remington's new bolt action pistol, the XP100. The short barrels of that handgun made it a fire spitting dragon. The 15 to 20 grains burned in the 221 were more efficient. 
To make up for the lighter dose of powder, the fireball was allowed higher maximum chamber pressures. The little fireball, blessed with one of the cooler names in the family, also shot two 24-inch diameter bullets. Remington undoubtedly chose the 221 designation just to help it stand out. This system of nomenclature must have driven shooters crazy. It still does. The European system of including case length makes more sense than throwing just any old number on the end of the caliber. But then the Euro system makes for an inconvenient mouthful. Who wants to say 5.6 by 35.56 when 221 Fireball is the alternative? Well, regardless of its title, the 221 Fireball went on to spawn second generations itself. First was the 17 Mach 4 Wildcat, which Remington belatedly legitimized as the 17 Fireball in 2007. This little spitfire takes advantage of the fireball's powder reservoir to drive a 20-grain bullet nearly 41 feet per second and a 30-grain 3,500 feet per second. At either speed, varmints don't like it, but shooters certainly do. Even in a light little 6-pound rifle, recoil is less than 2 foot-pounds at just 4.4 FPS velocity. While a pure delight to shoot, the 17 fireball has limited applications, making it a definite close-range fox or coyote round and a longer-range small rodent round if the winds aren't too stiff. Now, even more famous is the 300 Blackout, a 308 bullet atop the skinny, shortened 222 Remington case. It sounds ridiculous at first blush, but when you realize 7 to 10 grains of powder drive a 220-grain bullet 1,000 feet per second, you begin to understand. This can be subsonic, quiet a military advantage now being used by feral hog exterminators at night. What many don't know is, even though the Advanced Armament Corporation de- designed this 300 in 2010, Remington acquired AAC and actually submitted the 300 blackout to SAMI so the round could be marketed commercially. Already, more than 100 ammo companies are said to be loading this surprisingly popular adaptation, the 221 Fireball. By the way, a similar version called the 300 Whisper was concocted by J.D. Jones in the early 1990s, but it was, and still is, proprietary. At the other end of the velocity spectrum are a couple of 222 members nearing, if not setting, commercial cartridge speed records. In 1971, Remington manipulated its basic 222-223 platform brass to create the 17 Remington, to drive a 20-grain bullet 4,300 feet per second, equaling what a 220 Swift does with a 40-grain bullet. The 223 case shoulder was pushed back slightly so the neck could be made longer. The shorter-based shoulder length of the 17 Remington chamber also prevents 223 Remington rounds from being accidentally chambered and fired down that 17-caliber bore. Okay, we're going to skip over a little bit of this. Let's see, it says in 2004, Rigger and Hornady resurrected the 222 Remington Magnum long enough to reshape it in the industry's only commercially loaded 20 caliber. They called it the 204 Rigger, and it broke the Mach 2 barrier with a 32 grain bullet traveling 4,158 feet per second. Wow. Okay. And I could read this for a little while longer, but to tell you the truth, I'm tired. And I'm done. So, now, everything you always wanted to know about the 222 Remington, but were afraid to ask. 
Anybody learn anything today? I learned it's still unfair to to Johnny Swift. But but everything that it said in there was that it's that it was superior to to Johnny Swift. I didn't hear that. <laughs> I heard it, it literally said slower. it goes faster with a heavier mm-hmm. bullet. No, mm-hmm. no, it's slower. Uh, a two twenty Swift, a fifty five gram bullet, and a two twenty Swift is almost four thousand feet per second. It's like thirty eight seven. But just think of all the cool stuff that you know of today that wouldn't have existed if it wouldn't have been for the two twenty two Remington, the grandfather of them all. No, no, two twenty Swift was created well before that. Oh, really? It was one of the original calibers that the Model seventy was. Let me just look it up. I'm just sure it was one of the original calibers of Model 70. Was uh, well, when you do your show 220, you no can... such thing as. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely gonna be no such thing as that. And say Rocall <laughs> could talk about it, but he's quitting at 219. So damn it. Uh, the 220 was developed in 1934. Okay, but well, do you want to tell everybody about it? We can no, go ahead and burn no. the next 20 minutes with that. No, I will say and a fifty-five grain bullet of a two twenty swift is thirty-eight thirty-nine. Do there, screamers. I've always wanted one. I had a buddy that had one forever ago. All this because I couldn't think of anything to go with a number two two two. I've never shot a two twenty two, Remington. I've shot yeah. a two twenty three. They don't exist anymore. Oh, they're still probably some I bet somebody's still loading for them. Company. One of the companies that just load for random stuff. Let's just go to Amazon so you can see. Meanwhile, Defense Dad is out there uh, saying again. Does anyone think anyone else think Snob should blow in Bristol's nose tonight? I'm like ninety eight point five percent sure he wouldn't bite him. I'm only at like ninety eight percent. There's only one way to really know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we could do a poll, and then we could have Snob do it and see what happens. <laughs> see right. if the audience is right. All right. Uh, he said all right. No, yeah, he I said okay. I mean, you just, you're all Anybody want to take a guess on the cheapest per round price of two twenty two Remington? Six dollars. Oh no, two and a half. Not even that bad. Dollar seventy five. You can get some Hornady 8316 Super Performance Varmint 222 Remington 50 grain B Max for a dollar twenty five around. Wow, that's not terrible for an actual round you're gonna be. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm guessing there's no like target rounds. It's all just. Well, no, it's gonna be hunting rounds. Yeah. I want to say hi to Reloading from the Hot Pot is out there in the chat. Ozzy Orsborn is out there. Also, let's see, Bending Ballistics is out there, and Ghost Tactical has joined us. Never heard of her. Actually, Lapua does uh, offer a 55-grain full metal jacket load. It's 215 around now. Somebody by the name of Mike Dixon out there on the Facebook side. Screw that guy. He's a dick. Never heard of him. He's a dick. No, he's Mike. He makes good cider, though. Yeah, yeah. He should come in here and tell us how we're all wrong. (laughs) Okay, Chad Kelly's got a 
bump out of here. All right. Well, thanks for stopping by. Have a good evening. So did you require a trip to the doctor, Snob, after last week? No, I was fine. He didn't really bite me hard at all. It was just a little bitty spot. I saw the blood on your hands. Did he require a trip to the doctor? (laughs) Uh, He about did after I beat him. Got a $2.22 (laughs) super chat from Defense Dad says, now Snob has to try it. (laughs) Nope. We have an agreement. Bristol and I got an understanding about that. Thank you, Defense Dad, by the way. Very appropriate. 222. How about that? You're going to have to refund that because Snob didn't follow through. Mm-hmm. That's between him and Defense Dad. Defense Dad will probably bite him on the nose. That's very a lot like my dog. Oh, wait. My <laughs> dog's better looking. By the way, we do have the giveaway coming up at the top of the hour. The hashtag is hashtag FT222. That's pound sign. Can we change it to hashtag FU? No, we cannot. It'd be way more fun. And then take out the 222 and just put Mm -hmm. ATF in there? Eh, (laughs) That works too. Let's see what else going on out there. We've got we've got thirteen people out there. What is wrong with them? I don't know. Total boredom. Um, I did have a suggested topic of conversation earlier from one of my listeners out there in the. It sent me a text to my phone saying, "Hey, I have a possible topic for a show." For a show, I don't know about this show, but you're out there. Defense Dad, well, do you want to talk about it now or you want to talk about it later on? A different might as well show? do it now. This thing's already gone off the rails. Oh, it can go further off the rails. Mm. That's not a problem. Yeah. All he's got to do is show a text from Chase and it goes right off the rails. And Chase don't send me stuff anymore. I should have never said <laughs> that because I'm going to get a ton of stuff. Uh, let me see if I can help you. <laughs> He says you can do it now. Okay. Hey, I have a possible topic for a show. I'm waiting to hear back from U.S. Law Shield, but I asked them this. My company does not allow firearms, so I know it will have to be secured during meeting hours. My unknown is if I have to adhere to company firearm policy, since when I'm driving, I will be on the clock as well as the hotel is company paid. I'm curious what the lawyers say. Something yeah. shouldn't be asking us. Hmm, yeah, but I was, and my only response was the only thing I knew when I, when I worked at a nuclear power plant, and of course you can't carry at a nuclear power plant, but Kansas, you do you Kansas state law says that an employer cannot restrict any of their employees from carrying en route to their job each day. So you are, they cannot keep you from carrying into the parking lot. So the question is now, if you, if I was at work back when I worked and I got sent to do a company errand and I was using my own vehicle, which in that case, I would be on the company clock. 
I'd be getting paid, and I'd be getting paid mileage and everything else. But if I decided to go ahead and carry it then, would I be violating company policy? And I think a lot of that is really kind of, I don't know if state law would even come into it then. I think that's between you and the employer. That's my opinion on that for what it's worth. I'm kind of like uh, Ben and Blissies. It's kind of a don't ask, don't tell policy. Easier to get forgiveness and permission. Mm-hmm. That's true. Ben, I'd rather be judged by 12 than carried by 6. You should build a 20 tactical. What's a 20 tactical? I mean, in your case, it's going to be judged by 6 and carried by 12, but you know. You son of a bitch. <laughs> wow. You're just as fat as I am, so just shut up. I didn't say I wasn't. I didn't <laughs> Ghost says, topic, as the private credit market grows, will the risk increase? We got, hey, we got a financial guy on the panel. He can talk to this. Well, you should buy Bitcoin. Oh, you were it's all gibberish to me. <laughs> I don't know nothing about financial stuff. That's why I hire people to take care of that stuff for me. I, I just know you buy low and sell high. That's the way it was always told to me. But. Yeah, that didn't work out. Yeah, how'd that work out for your for your uh, cryptocurrency? I got out before you suckers did. I'm still in, and I'm in it for the long haul. I'm still in. You guys are still in there. Yeah, I already yeah. lost all. The, I already lost all the money. I got at least. I can't go, it literally can't go any lower, or I will owe money. So I haven't even checked it. Right. The I month. got at least three quarters of mine back when I bailed out early. Let <laughs> me go see where I'm at in crypto world. Go see. I'm still in. I never even got involved in it. <laughs> So, I'm yeah, I'm really this, regretting this that we talked Snob out of putting five hundred dollars into it though. But now it would be the good time because yeah, it's yeah, should do it now. Oh uh, man, my total gain today is negative eighty dollars. Still losing money. Damn. Uh, it's about to come back. Uh-huh. Keep telling yourself. Just keep averaging down on it, buddy. You'll be fine. Uh-huh. I mean, Bitcoin Cash is down eighty nine point three seven percent since I bought it. <laughs> Bitcoin probably run over this run on this three day weekend. It most usually does because market be closed Monday and traders get antsy and nothing to trade, so they go to um, you know, Bitcoin and stuff like so that. So he'll be back to down just sixty dollars then. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I didn't. I didn't count my Dogecoin. I'm gonna go over there and see how it's doing. Yeah, Honcho says get that Dogecoin now. Pat in a bunker said I invested <laughs> in gold. I invested in lead. Real, real yeah. gold or <laughs> the paper that says you own gold, Pat? If you got the paper that says you own gold, you got paper that's worth nothing. Mm-hmm. I, uh, my Dogecoin is doing really well. It's down 89% also. Roll calls out there. He says if BlackRock ends up buying a huge amount of crypto, you will see big gains. Good. Maybe I'll make my $100 back. Uh, DM Fuss says, Snob, now's the time to buy. A price is low. Dump your money in it. Mm-hmm. What's the worst that can happen? <laughs> Pat in a bunker says, real gold. I love gold. There's gold in them there hills. 
Hancho says, just use your crypto to buy gold, where you wouldn't be buying much gold. Not now, man. I'll tell you. I'll tell you how to invest. Okay. You invest in stock cattle. You see, it's like this. So last night we had one, a fairly young cow, but she was, uh, you know, probably five or six years old. But she uh, ran a stop up in her foot, so we tranked her and got her in, loaded her on the trailer. So she couldn't walk. Got her in the lot. Got her set up there. We fought with her. I mean, this was literally doctor to put and everything. We spent the better part of three or four hours last night dealing with this. Anyways, this morning, Dad went up there to check out our feed and water. He texts me and says, uh, well, you don't have to worry about that cow anymore. <laughs> she got her head downhill last night. She turned herself around and got her head downhill last night and apparently bloated and filled over. I said, well. Glad to know that. We would have just, I'd have put a bullet in her head in the pasture instead of dealing with it for three or four hours last night if I didn't know that was going to be the thing. Yeah. Well, you got to give them a walking boot and crutches. Mm-hmm. DM Foss says, I invested in myself. <laughs> First decision I ever made. <laughs> <laughs> well, Snob bought a dog. Well, I inherited a dog. Inherited that one. Uh, by the time you got all the medical procedures done on that dog, you've bought it. No, oh, I paid for it. I can promise you. <laughs> uh, Defense Dad says Snob thought he was investing in crypto and then found out it was really a slot machine. No slot machines pay off. Every yeah, time. actually, I've got slot machines that I've ever done. I'm pretty sure, and I don't even really go to the casino. Yeah, you'd have been better off dumping your money there. Mm-hmm. Call says, I hear cruise ship stock is up. Okay. Clint Torres is out there. I mean, everything's up right now because they're just pushing the market. That It ain't going to last long. My natural gas bill was up. What in the world are you using natural gas for this time of year? Well, there's these things stove. called stoves and ovens. Yeah. Yeah. Stove, hot water heater. Yep. Mm-hmm. You don't got to heat hot water. It's already hot. <laughs> well, if you don't water heat it, it cools off and becomes cold water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Just call the water company if your water's not hot enough. When we, moved, when we moved in here, it used to be like five hundred bucks to fill that up. This last time was thirteen hundred dollars. You have natural gas or propane? Propane. Oh, okay. Okay, when you start saying fill that up, I was a little concerned. Propane and propane thirteen. So it's more. It's almost tripled. Well, when your cousin she's hot and your fingers are not propane. Propane. When you sure bet your stuff. Here comes that old big truck. For opening. I mean, I really feel for people because that's 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 a pretty big hit for most of the people on this on this road. I talked to somebody in Georgia a few days ago and their propane was over seven dollars a gallon. Hmm. Ouch. I guess. 
Roll Call 219 says Joe Biden ended his speech today saying, God save the queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, gun control speech, no less. <laughs> God, just a little bit light on that one. Yeah. A little bit. Maybe he's talking about Queen Latifah. Damn, I was just thinking that same thing. Uh, he's probably talking about a drag queen, to be fair. Yeah, yes, yeah, queen. That, that's true. <laughs> the one that the one that got banned from the White House. Yeah, Joe. Oh, Joe Boyd just went full not in my backyard. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, Defense Dad says I've got an upper in my cart at PSA and can't decide if I really want it or I just like the deal. Twenty inch M4 style heavy barrel for one ninety nine. Charging handle mm-hmm. and BCG? Probably not. Not at that. It's really not for one ninety nine. That's cheap. Well, it's Palmetto State Armory, so yeah, that's true. Yeah. Fifteen fifty. They are having some Father Day specials, and their um, Memorial Day special that weekend was really good too. I definitely stuff on the Father's Day, so I know they got shit marked down. The question I have: Why are they putting a twenty inch barrel on an M four style? Because they can. Because they had that laying around. Yeah, they had yep. twenty. They had a bunch of twenty-inch barrels laying around. The M4 it's got a thirteen-five handguard on it, probably. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now, yes. now, did bring us a quote from one of the greatest, you know, uh, minds of all time. Pocket sand. <laughs> Mystic Guns is out there. Says we should see Snob get bit again. We've been trying. Yeah, we, we've been trying, honestly. Honcho Fett says, but what about the Juneteenth specials? Screw Juneteenth. That shit ain't no damn federal holiday, whether they want to claim it is or not. It's a bunch mm. of horse shit. Yeah. The one thing that's, re- that's really sad about our country is that list of federal holidays, you know, um, Veterans Day is not on there. That's true. Uh, Michael Dunn says, I have the same problem too, Defense Dad. I have a lower in my cart, $29. Maybe they should just get together on a gun build. Mm-hmm. Uh, DM Foss says, Mystic Guns, you should bite him. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was going to say something, but it's not appropriate for uh, Fed says, if he blows in your ear, make sure to bite him on the face, Mystic Guns. <laughs> Wow. And this awkward silence is brought to you by Mystic Guns. Mm-hmm. Visit Mystic Guns for all your awkward silence needs. Speaking of awkward silence, I'm going to turn the show over to Obnoxious One for just a minute. What? I'll be right um, back. What? Why Why? did you do that? It's going to be something that's not so silent. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He'll pull one out for his homies. He he just pulled an Al Roker, maybe. I I, I don't know why he turned it over to me. I don't do live shows. Rich, it's all yours, buddy. (laughs) I'll barely do my own live show. You only do somebody else's. You you can pull Hillbilly in. He does live shows. Yeah, Hillbilly, uh, you're up. (laughs) Defense Dad, 
I have a habit of buying stuff because it's a good deal. Then I wish I bought something a little nicer. Then buy something a little nicer. Quit being a poor. Mm-hmm. Quit shopping a PSA. Yeah. Shut your dirty mouth. Buy an HK like you were asking last week, Gil. Yeah, what happened to that? Oh, he was going to buy yeah. an HK or. Yeah, go buy the HK USP like you said you were going to. I may have been suckered into buying some camera stuff this week. Bastard. So now I'm going to have to use it. I got suckered into buying a barrel. I haven't bought it yet, but I'm probably going to. Buying a what? A barrel. Barrel? Yeah. For what? What do you think? Two two two. I already went over there and looked it up. Uh, no. No, two 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 two. Oh, two, for the oh for the CHP gun? Mm-hmm. It's not bad. It's a hundred bucks. I know. Did you break your barrel? No. Nope. No, the CHP gun, if you get a fifty nine oh six TSW barrel, it drops right in and you can shoot nine millimeter out of your CHP gun. Oh, Mystic says you're not buying anything. Mm-hmm. Didn't know she was still out there. I wouldn't have mentioned it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I spent a lot of money lately. Stuff. I know, and I spent a lot of money lately, so I really shouldn't be buying anything. I want to send that CHP gun off to that guy on Instagram and have him cut it for, a, cut it for an optic. Mm-hmm. I probably will get that thing cut for an optic someday. The defense dad said the HK has got to wait till next month when he gets his commission check. You got a credit card, don't you? Yeah, put it on your credit card. Take uh, Squibb's advice. Yep, put it on a credit card. Fire two blasts through the door. No, that's, that's a Joe Biden advice. Oh. They're kind of the same person. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure Joe would be fine with you putting on that credit card. As long as it's not a weapon of war. A shotgun? HK. <laughs> Is the show ball. over yet? Nope. Yeah, it's off air, but I don't know if it's over. Mm-hmm. No. If you would have let us keep going a little any longer, you might have got pulled. Probably. Rich was working on it. Rich was telling him, you know, Dirty racist jokes or something. I don't know what he was saying. I just, I just played. I don't, know. I, couldn't I don't know what I was saying. My damn self. So. I mean, he basically said Squib and Joe Biden were the same person. That's what I heard. Rich. That's say. not wrong. That's exactly what Rich White said. That's it. No, that's what Snob said. Mystic says Mystic needs a divorce and high alimony payments to me. Wow. <laughs> Bye. You know why divorces are so expensive? Because they're worth it. (laughs) Aren't they, Gary? As I remember, yeah. It's been a long time since I've had one. I'm pretty sure you've had one since me. Uh, Mine was in 2009. Yep, you've had one since me. Okay. Not too far off. Oh, wait. 
Defense Dad says, I already spent $50 on just a wrist strap for the camera today. Jesus. That's, that's up there. It's about like spending $100 on a magazine for a pistol. Who would do that? Oh, sorry about that, Snow. Uh, I wish I had just spent 100 I'm pretty sure I spent about... Well, you bought more than one at that price, as I recall. I bought two of them and two for the two special or whatever. That was all for bucks. I really can't uh, comment on the magazine costs. I have a shotgun that's magazines cost over hundred dollars. At least you can't put that magazine in your pocket. So I see that Bubba Triclops Ballistics is out there. Hey, Bubba. What's up, Bubba? We have 19 people. They didn't all leave. Okay. Oh, that's good. He says it's from Peak Design. Nice stuff, but pricey. And say, did it come with a camera? Gosh. All right. Got one of them. They're fancy cameras. Boss says Gary can give you uh, advice on divorce. He's a pro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Guys, guys never come out on the winning side of those things. So. What's funny? What's funny is I never use the same lawyer more than once. <laughs> I always said if I ever get divorced to get him, he's a max life lawyer. He's way better than mine. If mine didn't weigh four hundred and fifty pounds, he didn't weigh ten. And I know why he weighed so much. He's so damn lazy. He didn't do anything. <laughs> All right. Well, heck, let's do some stuff here, shall we? We're going to play a commercial. Uh, we are, as a matter of fact, but first I'm going to talk about something. I want to talk about it being Friday. First of all, it is Friday, and Friday means free patch Friday at gearwebsites.com. But uh, don't take my word for it. Let's hear from Gun Websites himself. GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. All right, so don't forget, go out and buy you some cool stuff at Gear Websites, and you'll get some free stuff when you buy some cool stuff. So they've got some cool stuff there. So... Hmm, let's see. Maybe Is we should play cool? an, another video. Let's see. I got lots of video. I could play this one. This is the gun snob, and you're watching Gizzard Gary. God, he was young then, wasn't he? <laughs> I was much younger because I'd put up with you, you guys less. <laughs> well, let's go ahead. And go into our last segment, which is called, What Did You Learn? In this segment, each of our panelists gets a chance to tell us what they learned tonight, and then they get a chance to plug whatever they want to plug about their channel or anything else. We're going to go in reverse order tonight, so we're going to start with Hillbilly Up. Hillbilly, what did you learn? Hey, buddy. Oh, man. I learned a lot about 222. Yep. There's a lot of information he gave out that I didn't really know, so that was pretty awesome. Enjoyed mm-hmm. that. You did learn something. All right. What you got yeah. to uh, 
What you got to plug tonight? Ah, I got a series of videos I put out this week. Uh, five of them, actually. Um, about some work I'm doing on the high point. Um, just kind of a little series there. It's kind of fun to make. So, anyway, you get a chance to go over there and check that out. Um, got uh, tomorrow night, oh, we got Guns, Beer, and Therapy. Uh, Saturday night live on Hillbilly Up channel, and it's at nine central and ten eastern. So, y'all get a chance to get over there and visit us, and we just like to have a lot of fun over there. So, appreciate you having me on, Gary. All right, glad to have you as always. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. The gun snob. What did you learn this evening? Well, uh, defense dad is a. Oh, never mind. Uh, DM Foss is going to do me a solid, so I'm not going to pick on DM Foss anymore for a little bit. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Okay. What have you got to promote or blow? Um, let's see. Oh, I put out a video today, believe it or not. I know that's hard for y'all to believe. I did. Wow. And I put out like 10 videos on my reviews channel. So if you're bored, go check those out. They're pretty short and simple. Oh, and Monday... Is that where we see the end of the videos that you just did? I don't care. Professionally. Ended. Just end it. Um, Monday, I'll have a video coming out. Can't talk about it, what it is, but it'll be cool. It'll be fun. It's a really cool gun. Someone else in this room will probably have the same video. Uh, No, I'm not going to have a video on it. Oh, you're not? I'm going to have a short... Maybe some Instagram, maybe some Instagram stuff. What do you want for me? I don't know. Maybe that you're, you know, unemployed. You'd have time to do that. Yeah, I'm also lazy. No, oh, that's fair. All right. Well, we'll look forward to that. Thanks, Snub, for being here this evening and for keeping your nose safe this evening. Appreciate mm-hmm. it. Where's the little asshole? Oh, he's under my desk. <laughs> It's going to get your toes. Uh, Rich, what did you learn? I learned that if you pick the right topic, the audience will talk to death before you go live, and then you don't have a reason to do a show. That's probably true. But I did it anyway. I probably bored him to tears since I already knew all that stuff before I read it. But I went to all that work of doing the research. I'll be damned if I wasn't going to at least read part of it. So. The work of doing the research, like typing it in Google, typing three numbers in Google, and then uh-huh. clicking a link. Wow. Yep. Using the first link you find. Hey, I <laughs> took my valuable time to do this. You took some value before you did it? Well, that's cool. I take it back. I'm not lazy. <laughs> I can give you I can give you some lessons if you want to stop by one of these days. <laughs> I would, but that sounds like it takes some effort. <laughs> not really, and, and I don't think I don't think you'd put any effort into the lessons either. So <laughs> probably not. You you glean what you put into it. Oh, let's see. Bubba says, "Gizzard Gary, I learned that despite his dog doing the piercing himself, Gunsnob will not put in a nose ring." That's true. Not yet, anyway. Rich, what you got to coming up? Let's see, we've got the wrestling show tomorrow night on Wrestling Unloaded. That'll be at 8.05 p.m. Eastern. 
it is Sunday this week unloaded on the Unloaded Media Channel. That'll be at 8.30 p.m. Eastern. I will not be here next Friday because I'm going to be out of town and I'm not going to be doing a show next Saturday either for the same reason. And I don't know yet if I'm doing a show Sunday, so stay tuned and we'll find out. Alrighty. Well, thank you for being here. We look yep. forward to your shows. Last but not least, Obnoxious One, what did you learn? I learned that your audience doesn't understand spoiler alerts. <laughs> That's probably true. All right. <laughs> what do you have coming up, Sugar? Um, stuff. <laughs> things. <laughs> Uh, channel members have already seen what's going to be released on Monday. That's true. We have. I will have a short on something else that I can't talk about and some Instagram stuff on Monday. I feel like I already have a video on that thing you can't talk about on my channel. For your members? For your channel members? No, no. I just have an actual video on it. Okay. Alrighty. I would I would have had a really cool video come out yesterday, except that got pushed back. So my uh, my thing on that thing that was really cool, and I said you might be able to get a deal on it for the Fourth of July, is not going to apply when <laughs> that video goes live. Maybe Labor Day. <laughs> but so when that video goes live and you see me reference a past holiday, you'll know which video I was talking about. It's a shame you can't just go in there and cut that out. Um, it's already been confirmed as good, so I don't want to screw with it. Just it's edit YouTube. it in, uh, in YouTube. <sighs> That's too much effort. I forgot. Yeah. Then it'll probably go back into review. I don't think it does that on YouTube. It's not Amazon. I don't know. I'll probably I'll see if I can go in and put a disclaimer in it. All righty. Well, thank you for being here, Obi. Let's yeah, go whatever. ahead. What? Whatever. Well, okay. <laughs> anyway, I would like to thank everybody for watching tonight's show. I don't care where you watched, whether you watched on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch, or if you're watching on replay, out there on the many platforms where the replay is, or if you're out there listening on the podcast. Thank you for being part of the show. Thanks to everybody who sent in text and sent in Gorn. I appreciate you. And a special shout out to all the YouTube channel members who help support the channel. I certainly do appreciate it. Foul Territory 223 next week. Next Friday night at 9 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Uh, So everybody have a safe and pleasant weekend. And remember, as I tell you every week, that if anyone tries to infringe on your right to keep and bear arms, you give them the bird. This is Gizzard Gary on behalf of my panel. And uh, give them one last chance to get their shout outs, and then we will roll the end credits. So, good night, everybody, and uh, giggity. It's up to you. Roll over bean footage. Night, everybody. That's Capra. Billy. See you on the range. <laughs> That's a wrap. Thanks for listening. Foul Territory is a production of Gizzard Gary Productions. 
and is streamed live every Friday at 9 p.m. on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, and released as an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, Pandora, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, Player FM, Listen Notes, Samsung, and Podchaser. For more information, visit our website at gizzardgary.com.